Good morning. Today is Sunday, July 24th, 2022. I think it's hard for us to imagine the frustration that Moshe must have felt when he was approached in this coming week's Torah portion, Matos Masai, by the two tribes of God and Reuven. Remember that Moshe had devoted his life to leading the people to Israel, and it was his personal wish that he would be able to enter the land of Israel. And just in last week's Torah portion, in the Parsha of Pinchas, Moshe learns from the fir- for the first time that he will not be allowed. And we know from later, in the Parsha of Eschanan, how Moshe begs God to change his mind. The idea that Moshe after 40 years of traveling towards Israel, will not merit to be able to come in is a devastating blow. And at exactly that time, standing on the eastern bank of the Jordan River, which is the place from which Moshe will be able to see the land of Israel on the other side of the Jordan, but not enter, standing there, two tribes come to Moshe, the tribes of Reuven and the tribes of God, and they say, We'd like to stay here. We're happy here. We have lots of flocks and we would be happy here. We have room for our sheep, for our cattle, and we would like to stay here. The feelings that Moshe must have had, just starting from the personal point of view, his lifelong dream and these people are willingly giving it up. I mean, it would be the same For a group of Jews to have said in the early 1900s, we'll take Uganda. That's just as good. We'll be happy in Uganda. But what about gratitude to the God for the gift of the land of Israel? What about the holiness of the land of Israel? And what about the potential rift with the rest of the Jewish people? It required all of them to go in together to be able to settle the land of Israel? Wouldn't it be demoralizing to the rest of the Jewish people if two and a half tribes simply say, we're not interested, we'll stop here, we don't need to be part of the unfolding of Jewish history. And Moshe is angry with them. And we're going to talk later this week about the way Moshe expresses his anger towards them, what he does say to them and what he does not say to them. We'll discuss that further this week. But Moshe is angry with them and he rebukes them. And eventually Moshe and these two tribes come to an agreement. But the agreement contains within it a subtle rebuke from Moshe. And those subtle lessons contain powerful lessons for us today as well. Let's read carefully the psukim in this week's Parsha. So the two tribes of Reuven and God came to Moshe. Moshe has already said, listen, if you stay here, it's going to demoralize the rest of the Jewish people. How will they be able to conquer the land if you're not even there? So they respond and they say, 
these two tribes or the leaders of these two tribes come close to Moshe and they say, here's our plan. We understand your concern, Moshe. I mean, it's doubtful to me if they really understood the depth of Moshe's complaint. But they say, we understand your, 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 your uh, objection. Here's what we're going to do. First, before anything happens, we will build corrals and stables so that our animals will be protected here on the eastern bank of the Jordan. And we will build cities for our children to live in, our wives and our children, so that our wives and our children will be safe alone. And we, the soldiers... Nechaletz chushim lifnei b'nei Yisrael. We will go nechaletz. Very interesting. That's the word chalutzim. We use that. It's a very important word in modern Jewish history, but it occurs here. Nechaletz. We will go uh, uh, with with boldness. We will go with enthusiasm. We will be chalutzim. We will be pioneers together with the rest of the Jewish people. So we're going with you, the soldiers, the men, the animals, and the women and children. They'll stay at home. We'll build uh, 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 homes and protection for them here at home. But we're going with you. Until you, the Jewish people, are able to bring everyone to their place. So once everyone is settled in their place, then we will make sure that the families of the Jews who go in are secure and they have homes and uh, protective corrals and barns for their animals. So we're going to make sure that we stay with you as long as you are conquering and as long as you are settling until you are finally settled in Israel and only then we will not return to our families until this process of conquering and dividing and settling the land of Israel is over. We're not going to leave you. We're not going to uh, abandon you. We're coming with you. We're going to fight among the Chalutzim. We're going to be at the head of the army. We're going to lead into battle. And we're going to stay until you conquer and settle and you are secure there. Our sages explain that's a period of 14 years because it would take seven years to conquer the land of Israel and another seven years to divide and inhabit the land of Israel. So they were saying, we're coming with you. We're going to spend 14 years alongside you. And only once everything is secure, then we'll go back to our families and our animals that we have built these uh, homes and corrals for back on the eastern bank of the Jordan River. Now that certainly seems to take care of at least the problem that Moshe mentions to them. You're going to demoralize the rest of the Jewish people because you're not coming. They say, not only we're coming, we're coming first and we're staying last. 
We're staying till last. Okay. Moshe appears to accept their offer. But to make sure that everything is perfectly clear, he repeats it back to them. And when Moshe repeats back to them what their agreement will be, there are two subtle changes. It's easy to miss these changes, but if you're listening carefully, they are very significant. Vayomer Aleihem Moshe. Moshe says to them, Vevar lachem kol chalutz. All of your soldiers, the men between 20 and 60, will travel with us crossing the Jordan. And they will be chalutzim, they will be pioneers in leading the charge to conquer the land. Ad harishu es oivav mipanav. Until we have conquered the land from our enemies. V'nich b'shaharetz. And the land will be conquered. Remember, conquering took seven years. And v'nich b'shaharetz v'achat Then you go home. You don't stay for 14 years. You don't stay for the purpose of purpose of for the for the process of conquering the land and for the next seven years of dividing and settling the land. You come only for seven years. Conquering. We need you for the conquering. After that, you go home. And before you leave, when you prepare your families and your cattle, your, 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 your flocks here on the eastern bank of the Jordan, build for yourselves cities for your families, and corrals and stables for your animals. So what Moshe is saying to them, if we read this very carefully, is aside from everything else, aside from the problem that you are turning down an offer that I would have given my life to be able to achieve, aside from your lack of gratitude to God that you could be part of the holiness of the land of Israel and you choose to stay outside, aside from all of that, you are offering to leave your own families defenseless in danger for 14 years. That means from for 14 years, your wives and children and your animals are going to be alone. And remember, I mean, even today, but imagine over 3,000 years ago, this is not the safest neighborhood in the world. You're going to leave them alone in danger, unprotected for 14 years, you're not going to see them? That's what you're going to do? Put your families in danger in order to be able... And, and by the way, it's more worth it to you to leave your families for 14 years rather than to come into the land of Israel? So Moshe says two things to them. Number one, don't come for 14 years, come for seven. Seven is more than enough. We need you for the fighting. We don't need you for the settling. Your priority should be taking care of your family. 
go home after seven years. Seven years is long enough, more than long enough to leave your families and your flocks alone undefended. Go home after seven, not 14. And number two, before you leave, what are you going to build first? They said, before we leave, we will build corrals and barns and protection for our animals. And then we will build cities for our wives and our children. Moshe says, you got it wrong. That's not how to do it. Moshe says, before you go, you take care of your children first, before the flocks. You take care of your wives and your children. You make sure that your families are secure before you worry about the security of your possessions. Moshe was giving them musar. He was giving them constructive criticism. Your priorities are messed up. You're going to protect your animals before you protect your families? You're going to be willing to leave your families unprotected for 14 years? In addition to everything else, Moshe criticizes them in their priorities. Because here's the truth. Family trumps things. And that's all the time, in every circumstance, without exception. Family trumps things. And we forget that, we ignore that, at our own peril. A number of years ago, there was uh, an event in my family It took place at a time that it was a very emotional time. Emotions were raw. Feelings were strong. It was a family gathering of my extended family. The details are not important now. There was an event that happened on a Sunday and then on Monday... There was, I guess you could call it a family powwow, a family meeting. And it was a difficult day. There was arguing. There were strong emotions. There were strong personalities. And throughout this entire day, there were arguments. There was controversy. I was there, in a sense, to try to help to mediate a little bit of what was going on. I don't think I did much good. And to be perfectly honest, during that day, and it was a number of hours, there were some harsh words. There were raised voices. There was storming out of the room and some tears and some recriminations that maybe people should not have said. For sure people should not have said, but maybe they were regretted as soon as they were said. It was a very painful day. It was a very unpleasant day. 
And then, this was a Monday, and then at six o'clock in the evening, we all sat down to dinner together as a family. And my relatives of the generation above me, they taught me a profound lesson that day. That's what family is. You can be upset. You can be disappointed. There can be raised voices. There can even be storming out of the room. There can be harsh words. But ultimately, when it's time for dinner, the family sits down together. No matter what you feel, no matter what you want, no matter who has upset you or in what way they have upset you, no matter if you are right or if you are wrong, you still have to be able to sit down to dinner together as a family. And that's an important part of what it means that family comes first. Family comes before things. Rabbi Israel Clavin used to say an insightful line. He was talking about the Jewish people, but it's true about families as well. Murder? Perhaps. Divorce? Never. We have to take care of our family. We have to make sure not just that I put my family first before my career, before my own needs, before any disagreement I have with them. But it's not enough to put your family first. It's necessary for your family to see and to know and to be willing to say out loud that you put your family first. Your family must appreciate it and recognize it. Just because I feel it in my heart, if my other family members would not say it about me, I have not yet done it. And I have to put my family first even before being upset, even before disagreement, even ahead of disappointment. The bond of family must come first. That's the lesson Moshe teaches the tribes of God and Reuven in our Parsha. And that's the lesson that Moshe teaches every one of us as we go through our lives day by day. Family comes first. My friends, I want to wish you a great day. And I look forward to seeing you soon in person.